You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Welcome in, welcome in, everybody, to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast, brought to you by Belly Up Sports. Tyler, it's been forever since I've seen you. It's not like we spent four and a half hours together last night on our Super Bowl Live watch party. Yeah, that was quite a marathon. Uh, it, was a, it was a snooze fest in the first half. I might have to, like, got it a pillow and a blanket. Uh, but in the fourth quarter, in overtime, uh, we got a heck of a game uh, in the dynasty, uh, pretty much the starting now with the Chiefs. That delivered uh, – Said during halftime, I was going to get a cup of coffee, and then Usher, man, he just brought the energy back. He was feeling up on Alicia Keys. There's been a lot of speculation about that today. Yeah. Um, I think the most Googled search was, is Alicia Keys married? Because, I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. Yes, yes she is. Um, what's his name? Uh, he's a producer. Uh, shoot. Starts with an S. Uh, something beats. Um, Go more, guys. I'm not. Uh, you, you, you've lost me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was quite the performance. And of course, ludicrous and all that stuff. Jacob, Wade, y'all, good to see y'all on the show. How, what'd you think of the Super Bowl last night? Um, was- I think it was uh, uneventful for the first uh, three quarters. And like, yeah, I, I Swiss, think I caught Swiss the end beats. of the fourth quarter. I said Swiss. And- yeah, I didn't hear you. S W I Z Z, American record producer, <laughs> DJ, rapper, and hype man. Please. He, uh, he was. I don't know how happy he was last night. He was like, "Yeah, Alicia, woo, get it, girl!" And he's like, "Whoa!" He's probably Alicia, punching through the bro. screen. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, let's, Usher let's, got let's, married. Let's last get night. him on. The, we need to get him on the show. And get his perspective on it. <laughs> he did. He posted something on Instagram. Um, saying like, "Hey, it's all good. It was for the performance. There's no love lost, man." I don't know. That it's like was... that movies too. Like they have to kiss in like movies and stuff. And I, just, I don't know how I could take that. Yeah, it's just like that's in front of the entire world. And like you could kind of tell she wasn't like down with it at first, and then she was like uncomfortable. Like yeah, and smiling. It was like all right, Usher, you take it a little far. Um, do you think he was awesome last night? A little bit of like they uh, all are for sure. What's the yeah. what's the um. <laughs> Rhino, it's like a rhino pill or something. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm trying to. What I'm Ecstasy? getting at. No, 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 no. It's, it's a, like it's like an off-brand Viagra. We've gone so. off the rails already. Yeah, we're, I what, thought so he was we, like pulling like Molly and Percocets. No, no. uh, I am excited to see who New Orleans uh, who performs. Will Wayne, baby. I think, it's, I think that's what I said. I said like a little combination, of little Wayne, little Boosie, get like. Oh, oh my the, gosh, you're not putting Lil Boozy up there. <laughs> I want, that's just my, that's my opinion of who I want to see. Who gives a crap? Like uh, this is I think it'll be Lil Wayne. <laughs> I think it'll be a Lil Wayne headline, right? And then you maybe you see some like New Orleans native artists, like a little or bit juvenile. of like, juvenile. Juvenile. You say yeah, you I can see some juvenile ass. There. Yeah. Some jazz. Oh. <laughs> yeah so we said before the show now that football season's over we're just gonna kind of let it fly and i think we're doing a good job of that so far but low lane juvenile maybe some uh trombone shorty in there yeah uh 
Isn't Webby from ba- uh, from New Orleans or is he from Baton Rouge? These guys are not big enough to be on the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think Boozy. No I think you could put Boozy on there for once. Boozy said himself that he wants to be a part He's a of flight it. risk. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's gonna pop out there. Speaking mm. of flight risk, did you see when they panned Lil John? And uh, they are everybody said it's kind of like a mosh fit. You saw that one guy go flying <laughs> yeah. in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need to know if he's okay or not because that uh, well, didn't Usher fall at one point when he was on the skates? He kind of he kind of lost his balance there for a second, but he but he picked it back up. I would have uh, busted my can I, butt. Can I just say that the camera angles were absolutely horrid in, in the I don't know, some of the oh, camera I, like angles, I was I just like, it was cool. I don't know. Some of them were just I thought it looked too, like little John just much. had the camera like yeah. holding it in his hand. It, it was definitely the first or maybe I haven't paid attention in previous years, but it seemed like it was definitely designed towards like the TV viewer rather than like what was going on at the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, with like the the POV camera right on Usher the whole time. Like I wonder what it looked like in the stadium. Because it just looked like it was one big television production rather than like a production for the people at this at this stadium but yeah like i think I last year with rihanna that was like concert and that was that awesome. was all out that was all out and then the year before wow. was with dr dre and 50 cent snoop dogg um and eminem was he there was yeah he, he, yeah and that so, was like yeah. the different rooms which i think it's kind of a mix right and had the good stage production but also good for the camera and you think back to like the weekend <laughs> if you're at the stadium you just like didn't even see them Right, <laughs> like you just heard them. Um, so it's I think, ants. <laughs> yeah, the uh, but it started off a little slow with Usher, I'm not gonna lie, and then it started to pick up. And then, of course, Lil John and Ludacris, I think Ludacris stole the show. What was he wearing? I mean, it's like he was ready to suit up, play play football. He was they ready to Jackson play basketball in 2003, baby. There too. <laughs> I know they were there. He should have worn Jake from State Farm outfit since he's doing those commercials here. Who? State Farm. Ludacris. Ludacris is in the State Farm commercial? Yeah. Yeah. That's really? Fine. Uh, it's been on air for Yeah, it's been this week. Couple like months. I saw it today. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's funny. What, yeah. what band was there? The house place? floods. The house floods and he's like, yep. uh, the guy's like, this is Ludacris and then he just pops up. <laughs> <out. laughs> he pops up. <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch that one. Tyler, what, uh, what co- you said it was Jacksonville State? No, Jackson State. Jackson yeah. State. Cool. cool. Sonic Boom. Neat. That that's cool. Um, Represent Mississippi a little bit. Yep. Really, the Super Bowl flipped with the halftime performance and come out of. We we talked about it last night. I was like, look, the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey's the second half player. Mahomes is about to pop off. Open and drive. It's an interception. I was like, oh lord, here we go. We're we're just gonna be sitting here and. Tyler, we said they were going to score a bunch of the fourth quarter. That's kind of what we were treated with. So, uh, do you think – I saw this. I think Colin Coward said it today. Uh, I don't know if it was him or not. I, I might be misquoting that. But Purdy didn't lose the game. The Chiefs won the game. I think Purdy almost did enough, but they, he still gave that opportunity to Patrick Mahomes at the end to, to take it away. I mean, there's a, what can he do? I don't I don't blame Brock Purdy at all. Like I, I actually I fault the 49ers defense. I mean, you had them third and short stopped multiple times on that drive, and 
then you fell back in a zone and just let Patrick Mahomes start crossing routes right down the middle of the field. I mean, just a little five, 10 yard crossing route. And, you know, they ended up getting a you know total of about 20 yards on those catches. Then all they did was play man and Patrick Mahomes just spread them out and took off running. I mean, that really yep. was the biggest thing, but I think the biggest, the biggest thing on defense for the, 49ers was them losing Greenlaw like that was mm-hmm. that was huge him up front there uh with uh what's his name god I can't remember I just blanked out Osa, I can Young. picture him somebody on defense well, yeah Warner. them yeah Warner, Warner. Fred Warner. Yeah. so I mean them they really run the defense I mean that's them too so it's unfortunate that that happened. That's crazy. I've never seen as many Achilles injuries that hey, we've it's seen. running onto the field. Yeah. Like, which almost as freak incident as it was, I almost wonder if maybe there was an underlying injury that he potentially didn't know about. You know, yeah. you know maybe it's partially. Because, I mean, the way – it's not like he jumped up and did a backflip. He literally was on a knee, jumped off, and ran onto the field for the change of possession. And mm-hmm. it just pops. Like, just a freak thing. Yeah. Like the Aaron Rodgers injury was crazy, but you know he's got somebody tackling him and kind of plants and it gets stuck. He just I can see, yeah, I can see Aaron Rodgers because there was you know his body weight, the other guy's body weight. Yeah. I mean, so there's yeah, but it was just his own body weight, just just kind of getting up and just kind of he just bounced up and I was like, what? And it was, it was kind when of like he a took off. Effect. It was like when he, he kind of took off too. Like he when he first yeah. started running, that's when it, you saw it pop in his left left Achilles. So I was like, "What the?" That was wild. But I will say you got to give the Sod King some credit because it was the field was much better than last year's Super Bowl. There was no slippage really. Uh, that actually looked good. Remember they hyped up how they were like growing the grass and everything for last year, and it looked terrible. So you know. I have a thought. You just mentioned that. Now, they had talked all week about how the Niners freaking facility at UNLV was absolutely hot garbage. Mm. And maybe something happened to Greenlaw in that situation. You know, like you said, underlying situation, maybe with the conditions there, something happened that he just didn't recognize or know about. And it was kind of the last draw thing was in the the game. the little I don't tweak, know. I have day. another thing on field. Guess where they put the freaking World Cup final? MetLife At, Stadium. Yeah, they're going to put like, a soccer what? field in. <laughs> what are we <laughs> doing? That's like the worst stadium to put it in. Well, they're going to they're going to the, put stadium a series for the NHLs is there this weekend. They're playing stadium they're series for the grass. NHLs. Yeah, they're well, putting they're grass in MetLife for the World Cup. <laughs> What's well, wilder is in in Dallas for the semifinals. They're going to have to raise the playing surface ten feet. From the existing uh, playing surface <laughs> play to accommodate the, the, the field blank. So they're going to have to fill in dirt over like all oh, the sidelines. The sweets on the bottom. Sweets. Yeah. And take out the dirt. God. Dude, yeah. imagine the cleanup on that. What, the yeah, World Cup is what? In June? Jerry Jones. No, it's in yeah. two. It's two usually years. in the But summer. I mean, it's in the summer, like, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the summer. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a full-time renovation. Like, they're going to lose capacity in that stadium. And going forward, they'll be able to host these kind of events. But, yeah. That's crazy. Is it the Winter Olympics here? 
Um, no, it's a, I think no, it's the Summer Olympics in Paris. Is this summer? Yeah, this this year, Summer Olympics mm-hmm. in Paris, because they're having the juice event. Remember the the, the, the no steroids. World always splits the two Olympics, or it always lines right. up at the Winter Olympics. Right, that's yeah, what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more excited World for the Olympics this year than anything, honestly. The World Cup is in. I get up for that. Is yeah. the flag football happening at this year's Olympics? No, it's going to be whenever the U.S. hosts in 2028. Here we go. So the U.S. We gets Neil. the World Cup and the Olympics back-to-back mm-hmm. cycles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much, like a two-year span. Neil Which is great. At Jerry's World in May, so we'll get some, some, uh, some insight into when they're going to start it. This is for Neil. Neil, you need to do a one-on-one interview with Jerry Jones and get his thoughts on the situation and how if he is going to assist in bailing out all of the dirt uh, or he's just going to stand there and watch all his peons do it. Dude, no, he's, he's going to have the football team out there. He's going to have the football team. That's their off-season workouts. So I got to get the shovel. Say, Dak, you got to work for that. You got to work for a contract extension. That yeah. stadium's 15 years old. He's going to donate it to the local school district for high school football and build a new one. And the next <laughs> one, it'll bring back perfectly. the Astrodome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, there's enough land out there. They'll just extend west a little bit, find something, call that one Jerry. Yeah, they got the other side of the parking lot. They got the old baseball stadium there. They can do it. Yeah, they got a lot of good high school stadiums over there too. I mean, Texas <laughs> the high school like stadiums are better than them. Jesus, I drove past a high school last time I was in Houston. Oh my gosh, I thought it was a college. I mean, it was like as big as the school. It wasn't even a stadium. It was the actual school building. Looked like the entrance to, um, like one of LSU's, like the uh, Manship building. That's you know all big. That's a huge cylinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, columns and everything but it was like three times the size it was insane and it said performing arts like center. Rome, pretty much i was, was like that, where the uh, hell is the rest of the of the school at and this is the performing arts center this is insane is that like katie texas uh this was in cyprus this is uh oh, oh yeah cyprus uh, sci-fair yeah, pretty much mini universities mm-hmm. yeah no it's insane that's uh what it's high school musical in real life oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's true. Uh, but any anybody placed any bets last night? Yeah, and I was looking real good at my exact score. And then uh, Jake Moody had to shank a PAT. <laughs> get it, no, uh, he got it blocked. Well, he okay. didn't get it high enough. I think that's on Moody. Yeah, he kicked it into his guy's ass, really. So, um, <laughs> what? Was, what are you talking uh, about? I was thinking I was good at 2420. Uh it was too low. He needed to get it up. What were the odds on your score, Wade? Uh, 16,000 to one. Pretty good. What? Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and then man. I did the 31 to 21 just for shits. Um, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody could predict a 25 to 22. That's that's nope. a wonky. That, is that there. a score, Gami? No. No, it happened 12 times. I didn't uh, get it. Yeah. My friend did uh, have that square, though. In our, uh, was ni- is 1916 a score, Gami? Mm, Probably. I think I've seen oh. that before. Because it was 1916 for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I said, could you imagine? I think it was for a score gami, it was like plus 20,000. It was it was insane. It was it was wild. Wasn't the over under set at 46? 47. Seven and a half. Oh, so it and then it, one right half before under. it dropped to 46 and a half. And that missed PAT is the Reba hit the over two they, on her national anthem. 
Yeah, she sang. She hit uh, uh, "Home of the Brave" twice, and it went over in five <laughs> couple seconds. Oh my god! I think she Golly, knew. Golly, Reba. Uh, but the the over under was set at forty seven and a half, and right before kickoff, it shifted to forty six and a half, and it ended at forty six because they don't kick a uh, extra point when they scored in the game. So talk about yeah, that seems a little suspicious, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about 25-23? Is that a score, Gami? That one seems... Mm-hmm. If he would have made that PAT? Well, if he made know. the PAT, we're not going to OT. That's true. We're not going to overtime. Let's Man. talk overtime. Let's talk strategy. Let's talk... Okay. Did the 49ers have any clue about the rules? Well, what y'all would have done? So, Justin Reed, the, the safety for the Chiefs, said that they have been drilled since the beginning of the preseason about overtime strategy. Overtime is different in the postseason. Or beginning uh, beginning of the postseason, they've, they've been talking about this strategy, what they want to do, and so I find it hard to believe that the 49ers had no idea. I mean, the well, guy that's the difference the, between Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, right there. Yeah, the the referee said it, made it clear as day. It's on the video boards, um, so that's just surprising that that team does not know that you each get the ball. And I also don't agree with if you win the coin toss, I'm not taking the ball. I'm kicking it and then seeing what I have to do because I feel like that's okay. You force the Chiefs to a field goal. You got to kick a field goal. You got to score a touchdown. They score a touchdown. You know, you have to score a touchdown on fourth and down. You're, I mean, it was what fourth and two on on like the 25 yard line. You're going for that 10 times out of 10 if you're down a touchdown, obviously. So uh, if I'm winning, I guess what I would have done, I'm kicking the ball to the Chiefs. I'm playing defense, and then that's how you game plan on what you have to do. I'm not taking the ball first. Yeah. I just wish they would go to a standardized format for the regular regular season and the postseason because I think part of what could have gone into the thought process of taking the ball is you're conditioned that when you go to an NFL overtime, you want the ball and you want your offense to go out there and score. So that's what you guys are comfortable doing. And who knows, maybe the team did know and they're just backing up Fred Warner, who might have just been so amped up that he just went with what he's accustomed to saying, you know, the however many years he's been in the NFL. Um, it didn't matter. I mean, the, the 49ers didn't execute. They didn't go down the field and score a touchdown. The Chiefs did. I think that whether Mahomes went first or second, he was probably getting that touchdown and, and San Fran would need to answer it. But it was a little... Um, mind-boggling. I just I don't like the uh, idea of having a clock if you're going to give each team a full possession. I think that maybe part of the strategy should be that if you go down the field and, and run a 10-minute drive and you leave your opponent with five minutes to go score, so be it. I mean, I, I feel like there should be some situational value to that. Um, I would have been curious to see what they would have done, you know, had – the Chiefs not scored with one second left. Like, would they have just given them as many untimed downs as they wanted, or would there be another 15-minute clock? It's yeah. another 15-minute clock, so it starts That's over crazy. at 15 minutes again. So yeah. the times but, doesn't really matter. As the times are relevant. Yeah, because, I mean, if you – if you if say they kicked a field goal and then time runs out, it's just, okay, we'll play the second quarter. Like it's basically you're playing a whole. But it's sudden death game. at that point, right? That's why he said. That's no, why it, he I said, think he's. That, that's why the official death. said he started a new game. Like to start a new game. Like, so if each team just, scores, the next team to score wins. 
So then that's why you might want the ball first as well as, you know, then San Fran. It was the right play. I mean, it's Mahomes on the other side. He's going to score a touchdown anyways. Yeah. I think San Fran made the right call by taking the ball first. I I think you go for it on fourth. I think so. But but the only problem there is, I mean, I – they the reason I think there's two reasons they did it. Number one, I think they wanted to go down and score and just set that set the number. Um, and then also, you gotta remember their defense was on the field for quite a while a at the point. end when Bucker kicked out. I mean, they were on the field for almost five minutes, so yeah, they were they exhausted. Were so yeah. I, I mean, their offense and, went three and, and think out about three it, times. Purdy, to start the Purdy second and half. Purdy and them had all the opportunity to score and they had Chris Jones on the sideline uh, on that third down play. In I kind of went away from giving it to CMC that last drive that they kicked the, um, the field goal on CMC was gashing them four yards, yeah. six yards. And then he got stopped at the line once, but then they just, all right, let's start with incomplete. All right, we're kicking a field goal. It was like, I, I think I would give, I mean, What's the difference between running it and throwing an incomplete pass, right? I mean, you're I, just, you're I credit, I credit, I credit the Chiefs though. I mean, they played man-to-man defense the entire way, like the whole time, and then San Fran just backed off when they played defense, and it's almost like they were thinking about the time. Maybe that's where they didn't understand the rule, you know, and they were just thinking about the times. Like, let's just hold them off to the point where right. we'll keep them in field goal range at that point, and then we'll just that's get the ball point. back. So, I mean, I. With the with that little time, maybe that's what they were thinking, and maybe that's why they're saying that. But I, yeah, I, there was a lot of pressure on Purdy. I think there on that drive. I mean, he basically had a scramble out of almost every throw, mm-hmm. um, and Mahomes just had all day back in the pocket. That's that's the difference. But I well, thought I thought for sure when MVS made that catch and tried to like. I don't know what he tried to do, but he ended up going backwards, and they yeah. were in trouble. And I was like, "This is it." I was like, "There's no way." They're I thought that was the moment that. for my bet, where I said one of those guys is just going to completely <laughs> screw it up. Yeah, <laughs> just drop, just drop the ball. Um, I I look back to I think it was like the third quarter. It was a third and short. Um, maybe it was the second quarter. I don't remember, but. Uh, Kansas City had the ball. It was a third and short, and it was just like a, a zero blitz. I'm talking the entire defense went after Mahomes, and he couldn't even get the ball off. Uh, it was an incomplete pass, and it was like, why aren't I understand you got to cover the guys, right? But I feel like he had all the time in the world to roll out on that last play. Kelsey did his little thing with like the uh, confusion there, have everybody focus on him, and then MVS is wide open. I mean, when they were blitzing him, that's where they were getting to him. Uh, and when they were giving him time, he was just sitting in the pocket, and then he would scramble around when somebody broke free, and he would just take off. I mean, Mahal, he runs when he needs to, and I think that's kind of – if you bet him over 27 and a half rushing yards, I mean, you won money there because he ended up with like 40-something. So, Tyler, what are you doing in that overtime situation? What's your play? Uh, I think San Francisco really made the right call there. I, I didn't really think it mattered if they, you know, deferred or received. I mean, like I mentioned, it's Mahomes on the other side. And if you give him a chance uh, to win the game, he's going to score a touchdown there. I agree with y'all. They probably should have went for it on fourth and two, maybe on third down play, just hand it off to CMC because like Chet mentioned, I mean, he was just cooking in overtime. And they, they couldn't stop it at all. Both defenses were getting gashed and, 
You score a field goal, that that was pretty much it. I mean, once Mahomes stepped on the field in overtime, it was over. Yep. Yeah. Yep, just like uh, his younger brother's friendship with Brittany. Uh, I'm sure y'all saw that video. <laughs> hey, was, uh, I did. I did. And she then just, like, Taylor Swift's birthday, too. Yeah, he went for the hug on Taylor Swift, and it was the awkward, like, side hug, and then she yeah. slinked out of it and was gone. Um, and poor, poor Mama Kelsey, she had to stand next to the guy for the rest of the uh, post-game show. Taylor Swift played the role right, though. She let uh, Mama Kelsey get, her, you know, the first hug on Travis, and she gave him space. I was really impressed with, like, I don't know, her public appearance in this game. I thought Travis Kelsey was a bit of a hothead uh, for yeah. sure. With the Andy Reid situation. I, I understand but, the emotions get wild, but I don't think you can body check your Yeah, I think you can like yell that. at your coach all you want, but hitting him, yeah. yeah Somebody commented. Little... I, I, I can't remember who it is. Somebody like sent a tweet out about it, and it's a guy playing in the NFL, and I got to can't remember who oh, it was. Oh, AJ, AJ Brown. AJ Brown, that, yeah. He would have kicked out of the league for doing it. Oh, that. yeah, he would for sure. Oh, That's you know, speaking of Taylor Swift, all you people that hate if she's being shown, you can chill the hell out. That I, I saw the total was 56 total seconds out of the four-and-a-half-hour game that she was shown. And ding-ding, 13 times. Tyler and I were counting it last night, and it ends on 13 with the game-winning touchdown. Good thing we didn't go to double God. overtime. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a little bit crazy. If uh, I thought it was going to be a Kelsey touchdown on the 13th appearance of her being yeah, I would just I ended swear. it. I would have ended the live if stream. He, if that oh <laughs> ended on that. But I think the NFL played it right. They didn't really cut to her every time. Mm, uh, the NFL didn't play it right. Did you see who the head referee was? Okay, well, I'm saying with the Taylor Swift situation. And, and there, it, for the most part... Taylor's a lot of animosity towards the officiating yeah, crew. <laughs> like, uh, him. Rick him forever for what he did. <laughs> I'm surprised he's able to ref the Super Bowl. After yeah, like, what the hell is this? Like, if you screw up, you don't – well, you get to referee the biggest game in the NFL. You kidding me? If I screw up, I'm fired. Yeah. Business. It's business, Tyler. Oh, Speaking of a business, did you all see the guys in the suits and the briefcases on the sideline that would come onto the field? Right. It was like – I didn't, but I saw the reps. Like, they had, like, 20 reps on the sideline and all black. That's um, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Like when there was a little bit of a scuffle, like the they rest. came out of they came out of nowhere and like broke up the scuffle and then they were gone. And they were like holding players back from getting onto the field. Like <laughs> there's security they from the, the Vegas club. You, yeah. you said they had briefcases? Some of them had like paces. I don't know what was <laughs> in there. Just like they just go out there and there's stun guns in there. Speaking of stun guns, that this is all it kind of plays into hidden gems. Um, all right, we'll we'll take a short pause for hidden gems real quick because that was the perfect segue. Uh, the streaker, okay. The, everybody, yes. well, you didn't see it on TV, but I'm sure you saw it on Twitter both of them. Uh, my hidden gem for the week is he posted a TikTok this morning after he got out of jail. Don't know if it's true or not, okay. But he said that he saw the odds of there being a streaker were like plus. 20,000 to one or 2,000 to one. Uh, so he bet $10,000 that there would be a streaker Go and went to the game intending to streak if no one had done it. And by that time, no one had done it. And he said, screw it. I got to do it. And he jumped on the field and he took off running and he got paid out 20 grand this morning. So he bailed himself out of jail. 
He bet he won twenty grand, and there you go. Win I mean, twenty grand, then you automatically have to use it on your bail. I, I'm sure I feel like they're going to avoid that. that. Uh, if you already got paid out, I mean, that's no different than the Travis Kelsey situation where if he bet yeah, on if he was going to propose, that was like some third world sports book, like Bovada or something, like a not a like Vegas casino. Um, same with this. I don't think you could bet on this on like DraftKings. Yeah. I think the streaker was like a online prop bet. Lo- yeah, prop bet illegal to play. He had probably had to place it in cryptocurrency, you know. Um, but that's my hidden gem. I don't know if y'all got one, but I just want to throw that in there since we're talking about stun guts. Uh, I <laughs> had one, but it's so hidden that I forgot it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Tyler, you got one? Oh, I know what it is, but Tyler, go first. Oh, uh, I'll go first on the virtual side. Now that the football season's over, this is the only game that I'll be thinking of since it hits our shelves. Uh, We got a little bit of news. You know, we're not going to get any trailer yet anytime soon, uh, but we're going to be getting some small updates uh, on February 15th for every school who will be participating in the game will start sharing social graphics pretty much confirming that they're going to be in the game so honestly this is all i care about don't talk to me until this game comes out all right well tyler i'm gonna go ahead and remove you from the show you don't want to talk to us anymore until the game comes out no i'm joking this is all i want in my life right now honestly the 15th right february 15th february 15th so that's this thursday thursday we'll get some yep no that's friday no thursday you're right thursday Uh, valentine's is wednesday so it's got to be yeah. Thursday. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, Jacob, you got a hidden gem for us? Anything I do. At the Home Depot? No, no, not the Home Depot. It's actually <laughs> not the busted pipes anymore. <laughs> no, no busted pipes anymore. Had to get rid of all those mowers. Uh, um, but uh, no, a guy in New Orleans decided he was going to steal seven king cakes uh, from a bakery <laughs> in New Orleans, and uh, in the middle of the night. Yeah, he was just that he was he was just that hungry. So he stole seven king cakes and Red the, the uh I, I no, I don't think so. I wouldn't doubt it. Um and so the guy uh the well the, the business put a thing out that said uh the company said you know they like our king cakes are really good, but like come back during the daytime, like go like just some like tongue right. thing. It was a, so it, so the guy who stole them responds to it and oh, says, no. "Hey, it was me, and I'm holding all seven of these babies hostage until you give me a lifetime supply of king." What? That's like, such what? a bad so, seven king cakes. So, Do you think yes. they really care? So the authorities came and found them. The <laughs> based what on, based on like, what the... <laughs> I'm gonna hide this two hundred dollars worth of king cakes in exchange for a hundred thousand dollars worth of king cakes. Guy, like, oh my god, that's that's it, and all right. Yeah. Oh, and he stole a case of vodka and some cash. So yeah, there, there you go. I think the vodka might have played into that. Even better. Yeah, if he robbed the cash register. Wait, do you remember yours, or is it still hidden? No, I got it now. Okay. Okay. So this past week, the Cincinnati Reds. Now that we're transitioning to baseball, um. They signed a 19-year-old prospect from Mexico, and his name is Ichiro Cano Hernandez, which happens to be three of the greatest What's Seattle that? Mariners of all time. And <laughs> okay. somehow the Mariners fumbled the bag and didn't sign this kid for the publicity. 
I mean, he's named after three guys that are in your franchise's Hall of Fame, and they let him go to the Cincinnati Reds. But also, why is a guy from Mexico named Ichiro? <laughs> I think his parents were big Ichiro fans. If you yeah, they liked me, the I Mariners mean. in like 2008. <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's a hit. That's a hit, Jim. I, I didn't see that one. No, I don't think anybody's caring about MLB, so that's definitely it's hitting right now. Really bad. <laughs> that's, that's the king one. cake one was off the radar, but I mean, that's yeah. A, yeah. yeah I'm, I think that's all variety right there. When he makes his yeah. debut. That's <laughs> going to be pretty good. You're going to have that's Ichiro Hernandez. Like, what? You said his middle name was Cano. Cano, yeah. So Cano oh. and Hernandez, like those, could be odes to baseball or you know those just could be his they surnames be. but the I mean, Hernandez, for sure that's a pretty common name down cano in South has America. to be a has to be a thing yeah or ichiro is gay it's definitely hey, ichiro, we're no, you the parents did ichiro. say that ichiro was after you know ichiro suzuki in the early 2000s i mean the kid's 19 so that takes you back to 2000 you know five ish um, so they should have named him Barry Bonds then back in 2005. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Barry Bonds, Hernandez. Barry, Barry Bonds, Bonds no dance games. Oh, McGuire. Ken Griffey Jr., Ichiro, whatever comes out. Mariners don't mess Fernandez, up. Tatis, Ichiro, <laughs> Giancarlo, Stanton, uh, Judge. <laughs> When do we get one of those? It kind of <laughs> reminded me of like when you're in a sports game and they generate the names only off the names in the database, like in the game. Uh, it, it kind of looked like one of those names you could get. So it was yeah. just interesting. Oh, uh, so we were talking about bets until I kind of got sidetracked with the stun guns and then we, we went into hidden gems. Uh, I think I sent it to y'all. The guy known as Book It With Trent on Twitter, TikTok, all the socials. Placed a $1 million parlay, a $67,000 stake. He had the over on the Mahomes rushing yards, which hit. He had the over on the Kelsey receiving yards, which hit. I saw this one, and this is why I put it into my parlay, the under on the Brandon Ayuk yards, which hit as well. But he had the CMC to score more than one and a half touchdowns. When he didn't get in, he got down on that third yard line. That was the only one that didn't hit. And he loses out on a million dollars. One leg, half of a touchdown is what he was missing. That one's rough. That one's ouch. Welcome to my world and betting. Yeah. I mean, two touchdowns are for a million. But yeah, I mean, it's CMC. If anybody's going to do it, it's got to be him or it's yeah. Jawan Jennings. That's the other guy that can definitely. That's do it. what's crazy is if if the 49ers won. I mean, they probably would just cop out and give the award to CMC or Purdy, but honestly, Jawan Jennings probably deserved it. That's and that's that, probably Vegas, nobody bet on him, you know, to win it. Yeah, I mean, they were probably did. sweating it out if somebody bet on him. No one you betting was... him to throw the first touchdown either. Technically, he wouldn't be the first touchdown scorer because he threw the ball. Yep, so that that's, count towards that's what screwed me. Tyler knows that one, too. Don't mix it. Don't bring yeah. it up. <laughs> That's a dumb rule. I understand because the, how do you say who's – if it's a non-position player, it should count. If it, yeah, or it's, sorry, it's not a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there was a bet for, like, first touchdown to be a trick play. That it's one's just so wild. subjective. How do you how do you score it, you know? That's true. That's true. Um, favorite Super Bowl commercial? Anybody got some? 
I skipped the room because like a lot of Louisianans, I was watching the game on tape delay because if you're rushing back from Mardi Gras, um, you might have been a little bit late like myself. So I actually have to look those up tonight. We're going to watch like the top 20 of the Super Bowl and, and see. So what you probably time. had no idea when I said that super long promo code from DoorDash. Yeah, you and Cameron sent me like spam and I was like, what in the world is this? And so DoorDash <laughs> is, did a giveaway. It ended last night. Um, they said we're announcing the promo code at the two minute mark in the fourth quarter, and they gave away something from every single commercial. It was up to like four hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff to one person. Oh, wow. Um, but the commercial it said like DoorDash giveaway 2024, and that's what everybody thought it was. And then all of a sudden, it went into one of those things like when you're watching a TV commercial for like a prescription pill where they're like. This could cause uh, vomiting, diarrhea, bleeding out of the eyes, and death. Like the super fast. And they're singing like a happy song in the background. Yeah, but it was like <laughs> that. But they named it. What I sent y'all is what the guy said. It was sped up like ten times speed, so people were just like, "We're not even watching Super Bowl anymore. We were all doing a live show, and I'm fig- trying to figure out what the promo." Ah, uh, so you have to get it exactly day. correct. Yeah, I'm over yeah. here playing by playing. This man spent like thirty I'm like, minutes. Wait, I think he said donuts twenty twenty four. I'm not sure. Hold on, let me rewatch it again. Uh, uh, but Cameron got it and sent it to me. So if you got it right, you got entered into the giveaway. And I don't know when they're announcing. That's clever. Play. That's clever. Yeah. I'm uh, sure there's some good ones. Um, Paramount Plus, that was a good one, Tyler. That was the Doritos. Yeah, that's not... yeah, it ends with Creed. Donuts had a good one. Uh, yes. Hey, Creed's on tour this summer. Don't put it past Doritos me. also had. They don't, avocados from Mexico didn't have one. I was very depressed. Uh, oh, they spent all their money in the uh, AFC Championship round. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Homes.com had like four or five of them. No, Timu had like three. Timu, like <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, that was. Oh, actually, I learned it's oh. Timu. Whatever it is, they have a crap ton of money. Mm-hmm. It looks like to put yeah, in so three commercials during the. Didn't Super they Bowl. buy Sheen? No, it's uh it's separate. Kanye had one apparently, but it was not shown everywhere. It was only shown when they in the fourth quarter when they did that local commercials. Like I had some like local Texas stuff, and his is literally him with his iPhone. He goes, "Hey, I spent all my money to get my ad spot, so I didn't make a commercial. Go to Yeezy.com and buy my shoes. Thanks." And it sold and out it, too. Like so, it worked. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean it. It worked, but that was all the commercial was. One company that got free advertising was Ozempic because <laughs> everybody thought that the the guy in the Super Bowl halftime show was CeeLo Green, like, but he had lost a lot of weight. And they were calling him Ozempic CeeLo, and it wasn't him. I don't know who that was. Who was that? I don't know who it was still, but it wasn't CeeLo Green, allegedly. No, it was oh not. My I God. saw the name earlier, but I don't remember what it was. Um, Jake, you have a favorite one? Uh, I I didn't get to see any. I, I oh, really... Home Depot. That's right. Yeah, how come Home Depot didn't have one? Uh, we're college Let's football. We're not the Lowe's is, is NFL. They got to okay. keep that college game day yeah. sponsorship. Hey, That's Nick why said... Home Depot keeps some prices down, bro. They can't they can't pay for none of this. I appreciate that. I'm gonna be at Home Depot this they week. They got to pay for Nick. Yeah, Satan's nothing like seeing now. like your insurance company drop like two billion dollars on. And then your rates go up. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in some State Farm one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that was lame. Like we got a, the Twister, one. the Twister sequel. It's that called was, Twisters. Usually was, it's like two or three, but it's Twisters. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of people were freaking out about the Wicked movie. Um, 
Oh, oh, oh I know. Shot. Yeah, the Broadway that. musical that's now yeah, in the movie. It's got Ariana Grande. Star in that one. Uh, Tyler will be there. Oh, um, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> commercials. I think have reached. Uh, you watch it for the commercials, but it's it's still back at like and when we were in college. I think that's when they were kind of at their peak, and now it's like. Yeah. Oh, it was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they had some good ones. They had some good ones. So way too early, and then we'll wrap it up on NFL talk. Way too early uh, Super Bowl prediction for next year. What? Uh, Why are we doing this? I just put the favorites. So you're not doing this. Okay. Favorites. 49ers, Chiefs, and Ravens are the favorites. Uh, all. We, uh, we, what we need to do is next week's show, I'm going to go back to our – Preseason predictions, and we're gonna we were right. go back to see how we did. We'll have That's a fun. we'll have a year in season yeah. in recap. All right, so <laughs> we'll see we'll, how smart we are. So close. We'll, we'll recap it for next week's show, and yeah. we'll see see where we were on that. Um, and other news. Let's kick it over to uh, golf real quick. Jacob, you watched start to finish of the. Uh, oh, here we go. We got a comment, Mister Eagles fan. Eagles will win 2024. Not a shocker there, considering his name. Uh, but we'll see if they can figure it out on the field. Uh, Phoenix Inside Open, Jacob. Joe. Watched it all. Uh, yeah. I, I watched. Did. I tuned in for a good bit of it. Um, the rain delays really hurt alcohol sales, I guess you could say, since they had to stop selling it and limit the amount of people that could come in. I think it got a little out of hand when the golfers were getting upset. Yeah, I but it, I don't well, hear know. me out. You like, can't... if you're Zach Johnson and you're freaking four under par, and the leader is Charlie Hoffman at twenty one under, buddy, go sit down. Like, like that. Yeah, they're still that's playing sad. for prize money. They are still playing still, for though, prize money. I mean, a lot of money. that's pocket. But that's the and environment with... they create there. It's like Charlie Hoffman won. Well, well, no, Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor won, but he only won one point five right. million. I mean, that really was pretty much like. That's closest event that you're going to get on the PGA Tour. That's similar to live crowds. Well, hold on, Tyler. There was, there was way more people at this event than there has been at a live. But I, well, get, I think saying, I get what you're saying. You're saying live crowds. Live events. I don't yeah, even want to yeah. talk about live, but I was just giving this. I, I, okay, I wanted to make sure we had that clear because I think that they said on Saturday they had reached five hundred thousand people. 500,000? 500,000. They had to stop. The Scottsdale police, the the Phoenix police, shut it down. They didn't, people were showing up with tickets and they wouldn't let them in. Because they had was trying to go through one of the entrances and they, they wouldn't let him go through, I guess, one of the player entrances and they had to reopen a different way to get him in there because of the amount of people that were there. They couldn't get vehicles through. It was that packed. I was like, but when you have that many people that are that drunk, they're obviously not going to respect the uh, sure. rules of golf. That's the one you're supposed to be quiet. But I still think you can't. Ex- I mean, we're amateurs. If somebody yells at me in the middle of my backswing, it's going to throw me off a little bit, right? That kind of breaks your concentration there. I, mean, I, had, a, I had a I train know. lay on the horn in the middle of my backswing. And I ended up hitting the train because it just like <laughs> threw me off for a second. Um, but when you're a professional and what, what the guy yelled at Zach Johnson was, uh, urban Meyer can coach a better team than you can coach the Ryder cup. I think that one hit hard. I think that one struck a nerve and I uh, didn't like that too much. Yeah. 
So that's when he, he went over and let him have it. And then like, he goes, he goes, don't call me sir. Don't sir me. You can shut the hell up. And he walked away. I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, but what you think of the Phoenix Open, Jacob? Um, I I enjoyed it. I think it was actually really good, considering all of the weather and everything that had happened. Um, right. It was just, I mean, guys were out there from seven to like six thirty. I mean, that was in the morning. What they were That's up. grueling. I mean, golly, um, some good some good battles. I mean, I think there were some people that really turned it on on the fourth day. Like that was. That was mm-hmm. the big thing was the transition from day three to day four or round three to round four, I would should say, considering they played both in the last day. Right. Um like poor Sahiti Gala, he's 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 gotta have something turn his way eventually. The poor guy led the first what two rounds for the most part. Yeah. Um Nick Taylor still looks really good. That's he's incredible right now. I mean greens he was making everything um his wedge game is phenomenal i think we saw scotty finally make some putts and he's got it rolling now that's gonna be scary because that was the big thing with scotty was he was just he couldn't make the putts i mean he's the best tee to green and then he wasn't making the putts so he made a charge on sunday i thought he was gonna win it i thought he was gonna take away with it and i think he ended up making that bogey um on the back nine and it just kind of unraveled from there I think Scotty's my favorite for for next week for the gen or this week. Sorry Genesis. for for the Genesis. I'm going um, Tiger Woods. I take. No I think he's back. Are you going for him to Look, dude. Him I actually, already? you know, yes. you know who I think's got a really good shot. I and he hasn't won anything yet. Really, is is Cameron Young? Like I was high on him last year, but he was in the top ten a whole weekend. So I mean, finished inside the top ten and yeah. played really good golf. So. Charlie Hoffman, me, I was, I was, yeah, I was shocked. Uh, I didn't even know. I have, I only know Charlie Hoffman through like some of the podcasts, and I mean, I haven't seen him at top of leaderboard forever. Um, this is an elevated event, right? Shifting gears to the Genesis this week. Yes, it is. Okay, I believe is Ludwig in it. You know, Uh, I think so. That would be a sneaky, sneaky because the Duke hits it a mile. I just think his his short game is iffy. Like in mm-hmm. my opinion, I feel like that's where that's what's holding him back uh, is his putting. And, and I think over time, that's just gonna it's, it'll get better. I mean, he's virtually, I still consider him a rookie at this point, considering he really didn't play an entire right. season last year. Yeah, came in. So this is really his rookie season. So I I think he's he's going to be very successful. Like in the future, I just don't. I think it's right now, but there's a lot of young guys that are playing really good golf right now, and people mm-hmm. that don't even have their tour card that were playing in the WM that really turned it on. And I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, who are these people? So I don't know. It uh, it it was good. I, I was I was pleased with how the event went for the most part, um, and I this think they made the of- most of the time. This is kind of the beginning for my golf watching season with the Phoenix Open yeah. and football's now over. You got something to watch on the weekend. We've got the Genesis. Um, of course, the Masters are in the beginning of April. April. Uh, and once that happens, you got the players in two weeks. Is the players the yes. week after the Genesis? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I think, but let's, so this is an elevated event, uh, obviously hosted by Mr. Eldrick Tiger Woods, uh, who's unveiling his Sunday red collection tonight. It's a new clothing brand with TaylorMade. Um, it's no cut because it's an elevated event. So I was going to ask, what well, do you think Tiger can make, will make the cut? That's a yes. Uh, so there, there you go. Uh, where we, where do we think he finishes? I've got him. It's 80 players. I think 80, right? 70, maybe. Um, uh, oh God, I don't know. Between 70 and 80. I've got him in the top 30. I don't think he wins. This is a hard walk, but I think he finishes in the top 30. He played really good there on Saturday last year. So Tyler prediction, the big cat. 41. 41. Okay, on the number forty-one. Yep. Yeah, I'm placing Wait. my number. <laughs> mm, second to last out of people that make the cut. Well, everybody makes the cut. Nah. So second to uh, last. No, I was. Thinking, <laughs> no, no. Like, I was thinking he was like, if there was like eighty and top forty made the cut, so probably. No, like so with the elevated events, there's no cut. All right. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay. Well, I've got. What did I say? Top thirty. Top forty. I'm gonna yeah, go. You top gotta 30. give a number. I'm going to go, okay, 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 okay. Uh, 23. Okay. 23rd. What do you think, Jacob? I'm going to go 37. One? 37. Wow, Price is Right rules over here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just boxed me out. Now I can't win unless I get spot on. <laughs> Tyler was 41. Wade, you were? I set the bar. 38. Jacob's 37. Fuck it, 72. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, hey, is this official? Like, changing to 72. 72. All right, keep that here. I'm gonna, I'm texting it to y'all right now so we remember. Uh, we've got Wade, I remember that 72. Tiger's gonna forget to pack his knee brace and he's gonna do bad. Yeah, uh, Jacob <laughs> with 38, 37. What would you say? 37. He said 37. And myself with 23. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that fares. But I will be watching. I love this portion of the golf season because Thursday, Friday is on ESPN Plus, and they do the featured groups, so you can watch the big, I the big it. names, every shot. You don't have to watch the terrible broadcast where they show like no shots at all. Um, and hey, ESPN live Plus just carry the all the full rounds. I know. I would rather that too. Uh, but Liv, you didn't want to talk about him, Tyler. But Liv is partnering close with my Google. Ears, I'll just mute then. <laughs> they're partnering with Google to where they're going to show every single shot from every golfer you can watch at any time. I don't know how they're doing it. There's going to be about there's going to be 48 cameras out there apparently. Um, but you can you can watch every shot that's shown, which I think is pretty cool. The PGA Tour should yeah. do that. You can see more golf. Uh, who's even? We'll give a. I, I didn't get y'all ready for this on who would pick a winner for the Genesis. Uh, so maybe we start that next week with with Stallgrass. Let's oh, please do. No, no, no. We okay, gotta do okay fine. We'll I, just I throw think, out an oddball we there. We're gonna look like idiots. <laughs> um, I'm pulling up PGA Tour app. Maybe, maybe not. I'm going Scotty. It's an easy pick. Oh, but I'm picking like Scotty. Lame. Just I go with the favorite pretty much. Just, uh, it's hard just to win a golf Rory. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to eat the gala. I think that he finally gets it done. He's been playing well lately. Give me the gala. 
Okay. Like it. Like it. Wait. Do you even know who's playing? <laughs> Just go go with uh, what's the guy that you always uh, pick? Yeah. Uh, uh, not Sung Sung JM. Sung JM. Yeah. Let me see if he's in the field. Sure, why not? He is in the field. Sung JM. Okay. He's going nice. to make that, and he's going to be better than 72. <laughs> I like I'm playing funny. golf for sure. I just haven't been watching it as much. Lately. Well, like I said, it's starting to get into now that football's over. Golf is kind of going to be more on the TV. Yeah, as they golf, get baseball season. season coming up. It's it's good. And on here too. College We're baseball starts this Friday. Yes, college baseball starts this Friday. Jacob, yeah. your pick, and then we'll throw it to college baseball. Uh, my pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sam Burns. I'll give you a little. Okay, well, I, like that guy. I like it. I like it. Okay, um, I'm pulling up. All right, before we go college baseball, we got to yeah, get what's the odds. On all those oh, by teams. the way, by the way, uh, Chet, the the schedule is is different from what what you talked about. So okay, it's a it's a little a little different. Uh, so Genesis this week, next week is in Mexico. Um. And then they're going to be in Palm Beach, Florida. And then Puerto Rico. I don't know how many guys are going to play in these events. Oh, like, way like, off. A lot of these guys like aren't going to play in these events. But the next signature event is March. Uh, second week of March is the Arnold Palmer Invitational that in the uh, Orlando. The players is the week after. That's March 14th through 17th. Oh, well, my bad. Sorry about that. Yeah. that I off. like that stretch because you start with the Arnold Palmer right there in March, and then it's players, Valspar, uh, then Houston Open, then Valero, Texas, then Masters. I'll probably be at. I'll probably go to the Houston Open this year. Um, March is a great month for sports. I love, I love the Got LSU baseball in March. Got LSU baseball in March, March Houston. March Madness. March Madness. I, I'm going all out. Jacob and I are back on the betting world. I'm putting a kitchen sink on, on college basketball. Let's, hold on. Let's, uh, we got to be let's, looking at our 15 seeds, everybody. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 have a, a come to Jesus moment here on 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 the betting for the show for March Madness. Let's stay away from the parlays. Let's just pick winners or spreads. What like individual I don't think uh, Jacob will ever get away from like, <laughs> no, no, I'll listen, I'll listen, I'll listen. We're let's good. let's, good. let's good. try to have some success this year and just pick individual bets, spreads, just one team at a time. One team at a Why time. You, let's you see just what want me to throw, you just want me to throw a fitty burger on it? Just okay, I got it. All right, our <laughs> upset lock of the day is going to be McNeese State, whoever they play in the first round. They're going to upset them. <laughs> you realize they're plus 300,000 to win the championship. What's the odds to make it to the Sweet Sixteen? I can really I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they have that. Yeah, they do. They, do they? Not yep. yet. Not yet. It's like whenever the bracket's set up and all that. That's hey. That know. that might be. A, you got to do some film study, man. We got to. That might. I'm that watching might be a good the games one. right now. I think Kansas um, is going to get beat. Let's talk uh, college baseball. Starts Friday, uh, as Wade mentioned. Looking at the games here. Uh, where did it go? Yes. ESPN. Of course, it's opening weekend. You're not going to get any big name games, but our boys down in LSU take on VMI, which is 
We learned this Virginia last week. Military Virginia Military Institute. There you go. Friday at 2 o'clock. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, head on over to our YouTube channel. Tyler and I released a pretty comprehensive uh, baseball preview. We broke down each position group who were projecting to be the starters, went through the through the bullpen and the starting uh, pitching staff, and then kind of gave our projections for the season in terms of records and whatnot. Spoiler alert, we both have them going back to Omaha. Um, sure you do. <laughs> which I, I think it's bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much in terms of games, but rankings, we got Wake Forest at number one, uh, Florida at two, depending on what you look at. Um, Arkansas is three, LSU is four. Where is number five? Uh, who is number five? Vanderbilt six, AM's eight, five is TCU, nine is Tennessee. Where's seven? Maybe they don't play this weekend. Oregon State seven, Oregon State. So that was the roundabout way of giving you the top 10. Uh, but obviously, we're all going to be watching, or three of us will be watching LSU. Jacob, what are you watching college baseball-wise this week? Uh, I'm going to be watching Penn State play uh, Monmouth. Um. Monmouth, I believe <laughs> wow. is how you pronounce Mon- that. Monmouth. Mon- it's not yes. Monmouth, please <laughs> God. Where Where is Monmouth located? Monmouth New Jersey. is in New Jersey. Good to know. Yep. Good to know. Um, uh, no, yeah. I honestly think, like, in all seriousness um, – what? Oh, he said, "Don't no get way. out the ribs." No, uh, it will be interesting we'll to see. see if Ole Miss and Mississippi State can bounce back from the past couple of years. They've been, it's been kind of down. I always look for a sleeper team on the college baseball futures because I find that these sports books don't really follow it. And I bet on Ole Miss two years ago to win it, um, and they did. And and last year, mm-hmm. uh, Florida's odds were pretty low, and they almost won it. Um, this year's sleeper team. It's a homer pick. South Carolina, you can get them right now at 3,000 to 1 odds. And I think that they'll at least be a top 25 team. So that seems a little disrespectful. He's got a veteran brunch, potentially an MVP favorite in uh, Frey. So I like um, what I'm seeing out of South Carolina as a dark horse in the SEC. Here's your He's saying uh, that they are number 25, like in the rankings. They they round out the top sleeper. 25. There you go, a top 25. There you go. But there's more yeah. than 25 teams ahead of them in the uh the odds. Well, mm, hmm. no, I'm looking at them right now. There is four, five, six, seven. Well, I got on it early. Well, 12. Uh yeah, South Carolina is at oh. plus three thousand. Uh leading the charge is Wake Forest at plus seven hundred, LSU at plus seven fifty. Um Alabama plus thirty five hundred. That's kind of surprising, considering their coach tends no, to play it should the game. be way further down. Uh, yeah. I just don't see right now. I don't see Florida being, you know, let's say a month down the line. I don't see them being inside the top five. I don't know. I, it, that's just me. I I think that they had their run. I just don't see it sustaining for another season. I don't know. I think, I think Vanderbilt's the team to, to look out for. Yeah. Vanderbilt's plus 1,600. It's hard to college baseball to place a bet early um, because you don't really – got to kind of get a feel for how the season's going. And That's I mean, harder than college basketball. Like, that's that's even yeah. worse than college basketball. But um, if you just sprinkle, you know, a few 
five dollar bets here and there i mean the odds are really high yeah so that's that's the thing you just hope you get lucky i mean that's that's what betting betting is about speaking hey, of getting lucky go ahead jacob i had okay, a great transition there i'll go go, go for it. it go for no, it no go, it's go, a completely go, different go, topic go 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 i'll mute myself no jacob that's jeez. It was a completely. I will different say topic. though, like the games to watch on Friday, like you mentioned, they have number nine Tennessee and Texas Tech uh, in the Shriners cool. College Showdown. So that's going to be a good game. And then you also have Oregon and Oklahoma. So I think that se- opening series uh, is a series to watch. Tennessee and Texas Tech. Does uh, that does Texas does that? Do they play in the uh, Minute Maid thing that LSU's playing? Yes. In? Well, that's cool. a different tournament. Right, right, right. But it's they're there. That Actually, happened. is that no, the one Texas in Arlington? Because I know that they do the one in. So they yeah, do the one. Actually, they're. I think they're two different ones. I think that one's in Dallas. The Round Rock. That, that one's over. No, there. there's another one played at the. No, Rangers they're playing Globe Life. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the one in Houston is LSU Texas Texas State, and and Lafayette. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's well, I just decided for college baseball to start. Football ends, and we perfectly go into baseball season. And uh, how to watch it? If you don't have ESPN Plus, you're kind of screwed because that's pretty much how you're going to watch every game. If you like watching baseball at night and you're an LSU fan, you're screwed because Jay Johnson has conveniently moved all games to two o'clock when the you know working class is working away. And I just I don't know. I guess when you win, you can do what you want. But I feel like the cold weather of Louisiana is a little overstated in his uh, situation here. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you win a national championship, you can do what you want. I mean, I'm sure the fans are still going to show out. It's Friday, wait, just just get out of that office a little earlier. But every no, like it's Wednesday next week they play at two o'clock. Like that's (laughs) okay. That's weird. Yeah, but it's a Wednesday night game. Who wants to go see that? Because I want to go after work. (laughs) <laughs> well, you can catch the seventh inning stretch at five. <laughs> yeah, uh, what? The game's going to yeah. be over. Eh, three hours? Yeah, you'll catch the last it's thing. Over. They'll probably let you in for free. Here's um, the funniest the, the, the funniest thing to me is the MLB Desert Invitational. Like, the teams that are playing in this literally don't hold a stick to anything going on throughout the week. Like, Boston College and Ohio State um, are playing – then we've got it gets better. We're we're going next is BYU and USC. Uh, I'm looking for some Kansas live State odds for you. USC is plus ten thousand to win the national championship. Yeah, Kansas State and California, and then Boston to College round out the night four. is Georgetown Calvin. and Grand Canyon. Like my God, it is terrible. Um, <laughs> Grand Canyon is not that bad of a ball club. Well, How they're probably the best BYU, team in there besides yeah. Kansas State. Plus 50,000. BYU, 50, now, that's going to be interesting for them because now they're now in the loaded Big 12. I have not they're found probably. Ohio State yet. And BYU won't play baseball on Sunday, so they have to redo their entire <laughs> schedule. Oh, Is that a real thing? Yeah, for real. That's well, hey, a lot of Thursday Saturday series for them then. Mississippi yep. State's plus 15,000 for a national championship. I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole. I mean, what if a couple bucks on that? Why not? Plus fifteen thousand. How do we feel mm-hmm. about McNeese knocking off uh, number eight A and M first game of the year? 
I love it. I love them on the hardwood, not on the diamond. People like to win the SEC. Uh, McNeese is what in the what conference are they in? Southland. That's what I thought. I was gonna say the garbage can. (laughs) Way down there. Hey, you don't disrespect the Southland. That's a good conference. What are you talking about? It is a good conference. I didn't know the South one existed until I came to LSU. So they got some I didn't know the South program. one existed until I missed clicking the SEC on the freaking <laughs> list of conferences. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get Dog of the Week going. Here we go. Everyone's favorite segment. I saw Matt Jones in the comments earlier. I don't know if he's still hanging around, but if he is, get ready, Matty Ice. Dog of the week. Tyler, take it away. I'm going to keep it on my women's college basketball trends here. We had a huge upset with Nebraska taking down number two Iowa and stopping Caitlin Clark. And Jazz Shelley, the point guard for Nebraska, got 23 points, three rebounds, and five assists. And on the game winning three, she did this. So screw you, Caitlin Clark. <laughs> that was, did, she, did Caitlin Clark break, break the record or no? Uh, no, eight points. Uh, Nebraska, like, this is a team dog. They held her scoreless in the fourth, which nobody Damn. can do. So kudos to Nebraska, and they're looking like a real threat. In the their, tournament. their volleyball team played in the football stadium, didn't they, at the beginning of the yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That was the biggest yeah. crowd they had in their more offense, year, including <laughs> football. <laughs> the volleyball team provided more offense than their football team this year. That's Shout so out bad. Nebraska. That's impressive. Wade, what you got? All right. I feel like it's just wrong if nobody gives it to Patrick Mahomes for his career greatness, winning the Super Bowl, but I'll give it to Harrison Butker. I feel like he had ice in his veins all night and got the record for longest kick. Um and I think if it came down to a game-tying field goal, he would have gotten it. And if it came down to a game-winning field goal, he would have gotten it. But I'm sure he's glad he didn't have to step on the field there at the end. Yep. But, yeah, Harrison Butker dialed in. Might be taking over Justin Tucker as best kicker in the league. Hey, uh, number one uh, kicker off the boards uh, in the fantasy drafts this year. Holds the record for longest field goal at 57 in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I think uh, – Harrison Butker, he's the guy, looked dialed in all night. So I'm going to go because I'm worried Jacob is going to steal mine. Uh, Jawan Johnson, I think the obvious pick, even though they didn't win, but for him to come out of nowhere, throw that touchdown to start Jawan Jennings, you fool. Jawan Johnson's on the Saints. (laughs) You wish he was in the Super Bowl. Um, Jawan Jennings, my apologies, Mr. Jennings. Wow, disrespect the Tennessee man. Yeah, well, that's fine. Disrespect the Penn State. He was like, yeah, Chet brought up, like, this guy, like, sounds familiar. And I said, yeah, he's the guy that uh, did Had that Hail Mary against Georgia that one year. And yeah, and Jawan Johnson went to Penn State for three years. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, he went to Oregon first and then Penn State. Yeah. Jawan Jennings with the two touchdowns scored last night. Honestly, Debo kind of was limping around, and he picked up the pace right where he left off. Uh, and just balled out. Even though they didn't get that Super Bowl win, it was a pretty impressive performance from him. So that's my pick for Dog of the Week. Jacob, what you got? Uh, back to the old diamond, uh, to the major leagues. Uh, Shohei Otani, first hacks as a uh, Dodger, had 21 pitches in BP and cranked 10 of them out for homers, uh, even Dang. with his 
with this UCL tear. So uh, yeah, that that's pretty impressive. So uh, if the guy wins another MVP and he has a torn UCL while doing it, that's going to be crazy. That's is, there gonna... a, is there a topic in baseball for who the GOAT is? I mean, obviously football is Tom Brady. Um, they have I feel the, like it's oh, I Babe Ruth. Like, yeah, but... Like new era. Yeah. That's new era? Like, mm. I mean, it's Barry Bonds, but nobody wants to admit it. Nah, I can't say Barry Bonds. I think Hank Aaron is still considered new era. Can you say Bryce Harper? Nah. nah that was a joke. <laughs> what about Jeter? Jeter? Mm, no, you can't. In my opinion. What about Acuna? <laughs> I think no. it's Griffey Jr. is probably uh, it's there. Vladimir Guerrero. He's on the cover of MLB The Show. It's got to be him. Uh, he had a horrible year last year. <laughs> I think it's definitely Otani and and current times. I think in the previous generation, there's a few candidates like Griffey. Um, well, Bonds. I think you skip a generation. Like there's a generation gap between Griffey and current. So, like. In the two thousand, in the two thousand era, up to like let's say two thousand and thirteen, there there's a big gap there. Like so, it, we you don't even we don't even talk pitchers. Like like what pitchers? I mean, Clayton Kershaw's be been the most dominant one in the last yeah. fifteen years. If you forget rid of the if well, yeah, if you get rid of the playoffs, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> he has the David Price curse now, so I don't you know. You go to the playoffs, David like Price. There's an answer, man. He was dominant. There's a guy too. that Rivera guy was dominant. But my God, yeah, Mariano Rivera's got to be yeah. up there. There's a lot. That's why it's so hard to name different positions, different go- attributes. Yeah, like you look well, at that, basketball, I mean, it's the Jordan yeah. or LeBron, right? I mean, that's easy to to pick one. Maybe I don't. You could throw, possibly throw Kobe in there. Uh, NFL, Tom Brady, people are making an argument for Patrick Mahomes. Golf, I just don't think Tiger Patrick Woods. Mahomes is there yet. Like, he's getting let's there. Just, let's just put it like to the side. Oh, obviously, you know? still, I just I mean, don't think he's there. Brady's pl- played for how many seasons? Too many. So for him to already be in that conversation by some people, and he's only in his sixth, seventh season. Well, Brady know. did the same thing. He got off to a hot start the same and projection. Right. Yeah. It was like a awesome. a decade since they won like a couple of more. Yeah. So like the, it was like a split one, and then they won in like 2014 against the Seahawks in that crazy Malcolm Butler interception. And then right. they went on another run. Yeah, I saw some guy say today, like they were predicting, uh, like the next matchup for the next Super Bowl, and the guy said, one of the guys said, uh, Seahawks and Chiefs, and I thought to myself, I'm like, who are the what? Seahawks? I mean, listen, well, Geno Smith, and Pete Carroll, is a little, the head coach. yeah, and might go get uh, Kirk Cousins. I had to laugh, and then somebody said, uh, somebody said Eagles and Niners, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's hard to pick uh, the teams in this uh, logo conspiracy. It's like very yeah. bright colors. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. The Saints are gonna make it. Everybody's uh, yeah, right. Right. car. Believe it or not, they have like the they were fifth worst best odds to win no. to win the Super Bowl. No, they were they were in the middle of the pack of teams. Like they're like dead. Because nobody knows what the NFC South is gonna do. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. plus eight thousand to win the Super Bowl. That's pretty much 
I still looked at it. And they're yeah, okay, if, but the Patriots and the freaking uh, Panthers were... Well, the Patriots are about to draft Jaden Daniels, now. and if they do, I will gladly become a part of the Patriots squad. <laughs> Real quick, I would like to see Tyler in a freaking Patriot shirt. That I would, I would, I would get a J. Oh my god, right now! (laughs) I want to touch on the draft to to wrap up the show, but we got to get Maddie Ice. He put the comment in for Dog of the Week. Maddie Ice, who got that dog in him? You want to know who got that dog in him? Steph Curry on the whip around three Saturday night to give Golden State the lead. Point seven seconds left. I like that's a good one. I mean, it's kind of expected. (laughs) Uh, But Mike Green. Yeah, God. that guy goes uh, down in history. Bye. But the uh, talk about the draft. So there's been rumors of Chicago potentially trading the number one pick. Other people are saying they're trading Justin Fields. I think it's starting to lean a little more towards trading Justin Fields. And with that being said, the whole thing with Caleb Williams not wanting to play in Chicago. Who are they taking? Jane Daniels stock is starting to move up. I don't no, know if he's you're not wanting him in Chicago. But the thing is, if Caleb Williams doesn't want to go play in Chicago, as he's made it pretty much well known, if you're Chicago, are you still drafting him or are you going to take a chance on somebody else for the number one pick? Caleb Williams is saying that because he likes Justin Fields and he doesn't want to come for his job. But if if Chicago makes that decision by the time they go interview Caleb Williams in Indianapolis and they walk out that meeting and say, hey, we're going to make you the number one pick, that's a lifetime of opportunity that you just can't pass up. And at that point, it's nothing you did or said. That's an organization choosing to move on from Fields. And Fields will have mutual respect for, for Williams, I feel like. But if he's going to really hold out and not want to play for Chicago, kind of like Eli Manning did. It's just going to continue to get messier in Chicago. And if honestly, if you're exploring the idea, that just shows that you don't really believe in Fields as your guy. That's true. You, you just got to cut the cord at this point, I think. What are y'all doing? Point. Are you cutting them or are you, are you sticking with them? He's a cheap him. backup, by the way. You could keep them both. I'd stick with him as your starter, and I think here's why. I, I I think he's your quarterback going forward. What Chicago needs is receivers. I mean, let's be real. They're, they have nobody. I mean, you couldn't name three receivers on their starting core to save your life. I mean, that's that's part of the issue. And I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. Darnell Moody. DJ Moore. That DJ DJ Moore. Moore. I don't know if Darnell Moody's going away. But he's one, and you probably got some no-namer. Tyler Scott. I, <laughs> the yeah, uh that guy <laughs> the the problem is is they need a receiver i honestly as much as i hate to say it marvin harrison jr might be the first overall pick i don't so if i'm chicago i'm sticking with justin fields for one more year and i'm trading that number one pick to like a well they do have the luxury of two uh top 10 picks. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think there's quarterback. If they go Williams, they could just get either like neighbors or or Dunze at, at eight it's or nine. It's such a deep wide receiver draft. I mean, taking Harrison number one overall, to me, would be doing a disservice. I would trade back and acquire another first round I pick. I think you could get Harrison at three or four. But uh, if you don't, probably. you could still get a Dunze or, or Harrison neighbors. will likely go to the Cardinals if he lands, if he goes there to three because they need some help. Uh, if I'm Chicago, I'm trying Before, to make a trade with Arizona. Wherever they are. Whatever the hell. The I would try. Is. I mean, here's – I think if you're Chicago, I think you try to trade 
Um, you keep the number one pick. This is the only scenario that you would ever trade Justin Fields, I think. Justin Fields potentially would go for this. You trade him to, to the Patriots. No. You trade him to New England. They have now okay, Homer. three top ten. The Chicago has three top ten picks uh, in the first round. And, I mean, that's pick, though. Huh? It's like even worth a first rounder. No, I don't think you get a first rounder with them. I think the only way they're getting another top ten. I mean, if you need a wide receiver, then why don't you just trade them for a wide receiver? I think if you could get the Patriots to give up the third pick plus whatever else to move back to three, then maybe you consider keeping Fields and taking Harris in June. I mean, I think you've got a good chance to. So Washington is two, right? Yeah, they're going quarterback. Both of them are going quarterback. I think Arizona's – I don't know. But maybe you could trade with Arizona at – you trade your number one pick with Arizona potentially. And if you're sitting at four, you still feel comfortable that uh, Marvin Harrison is sitting there at number four. And like you mentioned, Aduze and Malik Neighbors also shortly after him. And then you take all that draft capital and you build around Justin Fields because just, face it, Justin Fields is a good quarterback when he's in the right system. He doesn't have the playmakers around him, so you get enough draft capital uh, to build around young stars, young wide receivers, maybe beef up that O-line. Um, get a running back for a change. Well, they just have one. him. Yeah, <laughs> but the supporting core doesn't do anything if you don't believe at the quarterback That's, in the core. Right. So I think you can show belief by trading away that number one pick and building around him. Say, Justin, you got two years. And then it's done because that that end of two years is when he's going to be looking for a contract extension. Yeah, and then by then you have some really good young talent to give to the next guy. I mean, I'm here for it. I just feel like they, if they do their due diligence and they think that Williams is a generational talent, they'll put all feelings for Fields aside, and and I think they have to go get him. Yeah, I don't I think, think you're getting a first round pick for, but maybe a second or a third. I think speaking of Justin Fields, you know. Stay on the Ohio State train as much as I want to get off at the nearest exit. Um, Bill O'Brien did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a wise choice. He was catching a lot of slack. But um, I, I think my team to watch for the draft is going to be the Houston Texans. I really am curious how they approach the draft because for the first time in – franchise history they actually have an offensive player to build their system around and i feel like this is when they go and they can get a lot of offensive weapons like their defense is good like offensively i think they could be even better and imagine if they get brock bowers in that offense Mm. they've saved a lot of draft capital over the years i mean they have just stacked up draft picks so they have a lot available to them to go out and do, and they ain't trading anybody. I don't think they're going to trade anybody. They're just going to go out and get absolute dollars for rookies. Because who's their tight end right now? Dalton uh, Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. yeah. Bowers. I don't think he's oh, nah, Chiefs are trading it all to trade up and get back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kelsey oh my 2.0. Um, of course, we'll continue to talk draft, combine, all that stuff as it, as it happens in the offseason. Anything else, gentlemen, before we send this one into the stratosphere? 
All right. Nope. Well, I appreciate we appreciate everybody watching, everybody that tuned in last night to the uh, to the super show, to the watch party. That was a lot of fun, even though we almost didn't make it through it, but we powered through till till overtime. Um, you can find us everywhere. You get your pods, uh, Sports Scramble podcast on every platform. Uh, YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Road to a thousand. We're almost there. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. We hope you all have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you next time.